This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. What's going on, everybody? Isaac here with Civil Engineering Academy. Thanks for joining me on another sweet podcast. I thought today I'd give a, well, before we begin, give a brief COVID update as it relates to the exams coming up this year for uh, administered by the NCES organization. So they published something uh, back in April 14th, and I thought it would be good to remind people of this just because um, we're hitting a deadline here soon and uh, to register for the PE exam. And so it'd be good to talk about it a little bit. So as you may or may be aware, I'm not sure, but uh, the April 2020 exams were obviously canceled for the PE test takers. And that is for paper and pencil exams. And it affected approximately 16,000 examinees. So in order to accommodate these examinees, the format of the October exam is going to be a little bit different. And so the way it's going to work is that first to even register for the October 2020 pencil and paper exam, the door opens to register at 10 a.m. on June 1st. That's 10 a.m. Eastern Time, June 1st. And it closes at 3 p.m. August 20th, Eastern Daylight Time. So if you were canceled in April, I recommend definitely getting started and registering right uh, again as soon as you can, which is going to be on June 1st. And this whole exam will take place over two days, which is on a Thursday and a Friday, which is usually different. Normally they test, I believe, on a Friday and a Saturday. And so the exam will be administered October 22nd and 23rd. And it's kind of chopped up a little bit. So on Thursday, October 22, uh, those that are going to take the geotech, transportation, or water resources uh, depth exams, you take your exam on Thursday. And for Friday test takers, if you are registered to take the construction or structural depth exam for civil engineers, that's your day. Okay? So, and if you're taking the SE uh, you are split up between those two days, depending on um, uh, what you're taking. So you've got vertical forces for bridges on Thursday, vertical forces for buildings on Thursday, and on Friday you have lateral forces for bridges and lateral forces for buildings. So anyway, that's just a quick update. I just wanted to remind you if you haven't, if you were canceled in taking the PE exam, that you need to get on it that's coming uh, up here june 1st to get registered anyway a little housekeeping item there just want to make you aware of that if you aren't already hopefully you are anyway let's get to the episode so today's episode is a good one today i wanted to talk about um, really polishing up our linkedin profiles uh, sometimes this gets neglected over time. Sometimes it sits there forever, especially if you have a current job, you don't update it. And so I wanted to talk about um, some of the best practices or the best tips that I have found 
to really stand out with your LinkedIn profile. It's going to be a good one. So if you haven't done that in a while, there's going to be some tips for you. If you're new to LinkedIn, there's going to be some tips for you. There's just going to be some good stuff here for anybody uh, that is a civil engineer looking to get some more exposure. So good, good stuff. And that's going to be coming right up. Hey, before we continue, I just wanted to let you know, PPI has got a sell going on up until the end of May. This is the year 2020. So if you are still interested in a course from them, they have a deal going on to save some money on that. Go check it out at civilengineeringacademy.com slash PPI. Go save some money. And you know what? If you just want a book, use our discount code of CIVAC at checkout and you can save 15% off any book that you get there. It's a sweet deal. It's going on right now. And uh, go check it out because PPI is a great resource for engineering material. Hey guys, before we continue, I wanted to tell you about another sweet resource we have for you, and that is our very own community that we built from the ground up to help you. This is a Facebook community that we have. Go join other like-minded civil engineers that are studying for the FE, the PE, or just need great career advice. Uh, We share all the tips, tools, and resources that we can on there, plus you'll join other community members that jump on and will help you as well. It's completely free. We love it. We think you'll love it as well. That is ceacommunity.com. Go check it out. All right, guys, let's get right into it. Uh, Let's talk about how we can boost our LinkedIn profiles. So, you know, I think a lot of people, if you're looking for a job, it can be a little easy to forget about your LinkedIn profile. I don't know. Maybe you forgot about it. Maybe it's been sitting there for a while, but uh, the truth is employers and people want to know who you are. And so we definitely want to polish that up, make sure it's good, make sure you stand out because when people go and do some research on you as as a potential employee, they want to know more about you, right? And so we want to put our best, best foot forward. And in just in general, just making connections with other engineers that are out there, or other professionals, uh, this is definitely uh, the way to do it. LinkedIn is huge. It's getting bigger. I believe they've almost got six, what, what is it? 600,000? No, it's definitely more than that. There, there's a ton of users on LinkedIn. I should look up the numbers. But it's growing every year. So it's something that you need to polish up and uh, definitely need to put some time and attention into. So that is actually the first tip that I want to mention is that you need to put some time into polishing up your LinkedIn profile. It's simple as that. Let's make sure it looks good. Let's make sure all the sections are filled out that are in, uh, that are available to you and just make sure that it looks complete. Um, we need to treat the, your LinkedIn profile as if it were your resume. Okay. And do you leave your resume blank in some spots? No, you don't do that. So let's make sure it's all filled out, that all looks good. And, uh, you know, it looks professional. Another tip is that you should get a, your own URL. So you can, you know, generally use whatever link that they give you 
But it's nice to have that URL be linkedin.com slash whatever your name is. You know, I, I Okison, Isaac Okison or whatever, rather than just some huge website list of, you know, letters and numbers. Uh, because you can take that URL and you can dump it onto your um, resume itself. So people have an easier time finding you uh, or you can add it to anything else, cover letters or, you know, point people to you if they want to look at you. So that's pretty easy to do. If you are on your own profile, you can go to the edit profile screen and at the bottom of the gray window, uh, it shows your basic information. Basically there, you'll see a public profile URL. You just click edit on that next to the URL and you specify what you want your address to be. So, you just hit finished with that and you've got your custom URL. So definitely use that on your resume. That is a great key. Um, another pointer is that you should have a professional photo. What does professional mean? Well, look at others in your industry, see what they're doing. Um, look at the camera, you know, let's get the, the picture uh, to look friendly and professional. Uh, we don't want to do, you know, pictures of you and your kids, I guess. And, uh, maybe you're doing all kinds of recreation or you're standing by your truck. I don't know what it is. It could be any of those things. Uh, it's not a dating site, right? It's somewhere where we want to present ourselves in a professional manner, uh, that really says, um, you know, I'm serious about this and I want to work, you know, for a company. Or, uh, you know, I look professional and I want to put myself out there in the world. And when you do put a professional photo of yourself out there, it just sets the bar a little higher and people respect you a little more. So let's let's do that. Make sure you are getting an appropriate photo on LinkedIn and something that looks professional. Don't wear t-shirts with all kinds of logos or weirdness on there. I, I wouldn't recommend that, at least for the engineering world. Um, yeah, we can do a better job there. So I don't need to harp on that. You know what it means. Take a good photo, put it on there. Uh, another one is to you know make sure that your job descriptions, use those job descriptions to your advantage. And you can really get a feel for words that are in application, the application process. And you can use those words in your LinkedIn profile. So, you know, as a transmission engineer, people want to hear words like, uh, you know, what kind of voltages you worked on, uh, uh, anything to do with construction, electricity, structures, foundation, finding keywords uh, is very helpful. So if you can find keywords on, on resumes, some things just kind of pop out that are similar. And those are very helpful to have in the descriptions of the jobs that you've listed on your LinkedIn profile, if that makes sense. Another good tip is to write an excellent headline. Uh, it doesn't need to be your job title. It could be, you know, specific things that you're that you want to stand out or show, display your personality or what you're good at, right? So, what what value are you bringing to the world? What's your specialty? 
uh, I think you can do we can do a better job of writing a headline that really stands out and does really well. Um, and another tip is to make sure you're not wasting the the summary space that's in LinkedIn. They give you a space called the summary space. In fact, just to look at it real quick, uh, you have a uh, summary space, and if you can add content there, you should, uh, which you really should. Uh, it should just be pretty short. You know, you could have like three paragraphs in there, but you really want to kind of walk uh, somebody through what you're passionate about or what, you know, what you've done. Some, maybe some highlight some of your skills or things of that nature. Uh, or you can even list industries you've had exposure to over the years or training, you know, different things there, but definitely put something in a summary uh, that looks appealing. Okay. The other thing people really like to see on resumes and in LinkedIn, because we're treating it virtually the same, right? Is they like to see numbers, data, stuff that they could pull out really quickly. And there's no sense in hiding it, you know, buried in three sentences. You know, let's get it right up front. So, you know, if you've worked on, you know, my case, a transmission engineer, you know, I've worked on voltages, you know, up to a certain voltage, up to 345 kV. I've worked on projects that have, you know, multi-million dollar budgets, and I li can list those exact figures. I've worked in teams of X amount of people. Uh, I managed X amount of people. You know, these kind of data points are really good to see. People want to see values. They want to see how many people, how much money, uh, all that jazz, okay? So the more data-driven things you can put on there up front, at least with your uh, your employment, the better. And uh, because people love to see that, like I said. Uh, in general, I think, you know, be happy and friendly on your LinkedIn profile. That goes a long way. Uh, try to avoid super common words that everybody uses if you can avoid that. Uh, you know, being creative and effective and strategic, those kind of things. You know, these are like common resume buzzwords. You probably want to avoid things like that. Um, and then in general, when you're writing your LinkedIn profile all the way through, another good tip is to write in first person, right? You usually don't do that on a resume, but on LinkedIn, it's fine to do that. Like you're passionate about something. You did this. You did that. You know, instead of you, you're saying I. So, you know, use that instead. You could use first person. That's a good thing to do. Uh, it's helpful to also get personal, meaning that, you know, they've offered a lot more features in LinkedIn where you can add, um, you can showcase your your work now. So if you can write a post, you should do it. Uh, write something on the subject matter you're passionate about if you don't have any experience. Write something about uh, a subject that you've worked on recently. People like to see that you care about the subject or the field that you're in. And so they offer this feature called Featured, 
and you can post documents. Let's say you had pictures of projects that you worked on. You could take pictures of that. If your projects hit the news, you could put that in there. You could put websites. You can do posts, blog posts, if you've written them on LinkedIn or in other places. So you can kind of showcase the work that you've done. Um, I think graphic designers do this very well. And I think they've opened this up really for anybody in any occupation to kind of display what they're good at, right? So you can show your achievements uh, literally on LinkedIn. And that's just, that's worth a, a ton. When somebody can quickly open up and see what you've worked on, you could immediately fill a need that an employer has and wants you for. So definitely check that out. Um, I think another thing is that when you're listing your jobs, you know, keep that up to date and put, put something in there. Keep, keep this current, even if you have been unemployed. So if you haven't had a job in a while, let's make sure that it, you still are showing here that you have had a job. Um, so you're not missed as a candidate. Okay. Just keep it, keep that stuff up to date. Uh, we talked about, um, adding your work experience that just falls in line with your, don't leave anything blank. Uh, what do you do? I guess, what do you do if you're a beginning engineer and you don't have much experience? I think you still list pro, um, positions that you had in the past. Uh, even if you worked somewhere that wasn't related to engineering because you can tie skills uh, that that you learned in those positions to your next position. So if you're applying for as an internship or just a beginning engineer, you can still tie previous jobs to the things that are applicable to those positions. You know, being a good, uh, working well in teams that you're dedicated to timeliness, you can add all these little aspects of your previous positions that go a long way. So definitely make sure you're not leaving that blank. Put some experience in your experience location. Uh, the other things that you can add here, uh, definitely your education. List that in there if you've got it. You can do skills and endorsements. So if you've got any experience with software or whatnot, you can put that in there. Um, recommendations from people come and that just comes from just naturally working at your position and connecting with other people on LinkedIn. Uh, accomplishments are nice. So if you can add accomplishments, um, you can add volunteer experience, you can add languages that you speak. All of those things are really nice to have. Uh, like I said, this is just like a resume almost. So adding those things gives people a talking point too. And uh, when you guys share a common interest, that goes a very long way. So, um, the other thing I think is important to do is, well, we talked about writing blog posts a little bit, but I think, you know, in, in a general term, well, in general, it helps to be an author. It just, it, it, it says something about you, right? That, it's nice to see your perspective about something or 
you throwing your opinion out there and weighing in in some industry that you want to be involved in or are involved in. Uh, so show off your skills as a writer. If you if you just put on your resume that you know Microsoft Word, let's show that you actually know how to type and can put thoughts on paper. I think that's a great, it's a perfect way to get noticed uh, and people will appreciate that. If you do keep a blog outside of LinkedIn, uh, take the time to link that to it because I think that's really good. And then through LinkedIn, there's obviously, if you if you didn't know this, you can go and search for groups and groups are incredibly powerful. Uh, by joining groups, you immediately connect with people that are involved in that same group and you get engaged with other people in that field. So it's just a, a really good thing to make network and connections. And it's very easy nowadays to get thrown in with a group and you're around all these like-minded other individuals. It'll help you with your connections, your endorsements, your uh, some recommendations, and just overall just just help you. So go research some groups you can join and join them. I think that would be uh, very helpful for you. Um, another kind of a tip is like something you shouldn't do is don't, don't just add people to your connections that you don't know. Right. I, I just don't think that's good. And eventually you're just going to have to clean this stuff up. But uh, you know, if it doesn't match what you're doing, it's probably not the best idea to, to do that. This isn't Facebook. It shouldn't be Facebook, right? LinkedIn is for professionals that are trying to maintain a, a professional atmosphere here and uh, connect with people that, that are going to help you. Okay. Um, if you are searching for jobs um, in general, I think a good tip is not to just come out and ask people for a job. You just want to connect with people, find out what they do, um, and then from there, once you establish a connection, you might be, you know, get into more details about asking, Hey, what's, um, you know, how's the work, uh, work life balance there? You know, if you ask general questions like that, uh, at a, uh, to an employer or somebody that works there, they might give you a tip on what's available or, or whatnot. So, you know, you can also find a mentor on LinkedIn, reaching out to other people that might be um, above you or in a space that you want to be in. And it's helpful to do that. So, you know, if you're looking for a job, it's does find to connect with people that way. Uh, obviously, if you want to respect your current employer if you're doing that. Um, so, you know, keep that probably under wraps, but you can definitely reach out to other people and make connections that way. Uh, and really that's kind of the main tips I have. So I think doing all of those things is going to give you a, an upgraded feel. If you've got an image, make sure it matches kind of the industry that you're in. I think that goes a long ways. Update the, you can have like a banner image. So make sure that's good. Make sure your profile image is good as well. Uh, and just fill out every section, make it look complete. And that's honestly just going to take you from, you know, a crappy LinkedIn profile to something way more outstanding uh, for sure. So that, my friends, 
are my tips to help you with your LinkedIn profile. I'm interested in what you think. Um, what are some tips that you have? If you do have other tips regarding LinkedIn, please let me know. I'd love to hear about it. And you know what? I would love to hear from you if you would like me to review your LinkedIn profile and give you some feedback. Feel free to shoot me an email, Isaac at civilengineeringacademy.com. I'd love to check it out, maybe give you some pointers in general, and I would do that at uh, no charge for you. So shoot me an email. Let's take a look at it. I want to help you advance in your career. If you already have one, if you're just starting out, let's make sure it's set up the right way. And I want to be here to help you. So hopefully these tips helped you. Hopefully they made sense to you. Uh, Sometimes without demonstrating it on a computer, sometimes that's hard, but you can visualize this. You can go home, get on the computer, go check it out, or just open it up on your phone and make sure all of this stuff is filled out and looking, looking good. So anyway, guys, those are my tips. I hope these helped you out in some way. I know they can uh, if you apply them and it's going to be good stuff. So having said all that, I hope you're having a great day, having a great life. Hopefully this COVID stuff isn't getting to you too bad. A lot of places are reopening for work um, and that's all good stuff. So anyway, guys, hang in there and we will uh, see you on the next episode. Hey guys, thanks for joining me on this episode of the Civil Engineering Academy podcast. If you would like to be a guest on the show, we would love to have you. Email me at Isaac at civilengineeringacademy.com. And if you need more tips, resources, anything to do with the FE, the PE, or anything to do with civil engineering, go check out civilengineeringacademy.com. All right, guys, that's going to wrap it up. Thanks for joining me, and we'll see you in the next one. Bye.